the Panhandle News Network. The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. Visit their new location at 224 West King Street, Martinsburg, and online at suttonandjanelle.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik. It is Wednesday the 4th, and you're tuned into Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firms from West Virginia and Maryland, helping individuals, families, businesses with all of their legal needs. Family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, mediation. They provide legal counsel tailored to you. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Cavalli. Good morning, Marsha. Good morning. How are you doing, Jordan? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Good. Today is my sister's birthday. Oh, happy birthday to your sister. Yeah, happy birthday, and she's one of the best people people i know oh well absolutely happy birthday if she's tuned in yeah she used to get really angry at me though like in those teen years you didn't go through this necessarily how far apart are you guys three years and um so that awkward phase where i was going pawing through her closet trying to get clothes yeah that was probably that yeah that was awkward sorry ian well you know how that sibling stuff goes yeah my sister had her had her squalls you were never borrowing her dresses no i was never (laughs) Was never necessarily taking her clothes, but uh, she had that. She still does have this like teddy bear that she's had like forever. Uh-huh. And uh, I remember, I think I was mad at her about something. Who knows? Just being a mad little little brother, right? Okay. And I took her uh, teddy bear and threw it up into the tree in her front yard. And oh. boy, was that the wrong. Do you want to die today? Do, yeah, do you want was, to die today? I just remember her looking at me, just like in <laughs> shock. And then nothing was said. And she just ran into the house. I was like, oh gosh. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. But yeah, happy birthday to your sister. Very cool. cool. Now, the the brother dynamic is completely different. Like, my brother is two years older, and he used to do things like, I would- Throw mud, throw worms at you? Well, no, knife. A knife. Oh, gosh. He and and our cousin talked me into, I was the youngest. You're right. And just standing, like, you know, they watched the the magic shows Mm -hmm, with the mm -hmm. the, the girl. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> they grazed the top of my head. They really I don't know. Th- I don't know where my mom was. <laughs> Obviously not around. <laughs> they were throwing real knives at you. And yeah. The, yeah Growing and up the- West Virginia is different. Yeah. Especially down southern West Virginia. I've seen some things. It is different down the hollers <laughs> once you get down there. He matured out of that though. So he's. Well, he's I'm glad he's got quality decent, brother. I'm glad he had decent enough aim. Here's the, here's the thing though. By himself, he probably wouldn't have done that. It was the cousin factor. Oh, my he mom, had, yeah. My mom always said, and y'all can write this down, a boy, one boy is a boy, two boys is half a boy. <laughs> and three boys is a problem. Three boys is no boy at all. Yeah. <laughs> three boys is a problem. It's a problem. And I do have kind of an off-topic question here before we uh, kind of get to a news roundup. So on Panhandle Sports Lab, we went on a little bit of a tangent about mm-hmm. mascots, right? About sporting uh-huh. mascots and things. And... Uh, I feel like you're going to take this as an insult, and I do not mean this as an insult. But you don't necessarily strike me as the uh, typical cheerleader type, like cheerleaders and pom-poms and stuff. But I could see you offering up to be a mascot to just run around and be crazy on the sidelines of a football game. Okay, I was a B-level cheerleader in elementary school, and I put my heart and my soul (laughs) into it. But I was never quite good enough. So yeah, I probably would. I would would jazz up the mascot Just run around, firing people up. Mm Mm-hmm. 
No, I, I could do see that. that. I could totally do And I'd fit in the costume. See? That's importantly, I don't know if I'd get into a fist fight and pull someone else's Yeah, that, I don't see necessarily doing that. No, but like the anonymity, it's kind of like real world. You know how the netizens hide behind their anonymity on screen? <laughs> yeah. I think mascotting provides a bit of that, oh, yeah. like an outlet. Like you can be as uninhibited as you want to be, mm-hmm. and no one really knows. Who Everybody you just are. thinks it's funny. Yeah. It's like a. It's like part a, of the bit. Like a jester back in the day. Yeah. You know, you can just yeah. be mean and do weird stuff. And uh, you see some of these mascots there in those uh, games against like kids mm-hmm. during half times or oh, something. Oh, yeah. They and they're totally just get into <laughs> trucking them and stiff farming mm-hmm. them to the ground and right? these crazy things. So you can get away with a lot as a mascot. And. Uh, for those listening out there, if you uh, you know ever want to aspire to be like a professional t- sports level mascot, oh. you can make so much money. Oh, see, Screech, I'm... the uh, mascot for the uh, Capitals, okay, makes well over six figures, like well over six figures to do that. Yes, Are it's a three sixty five job, but I mean, well over. The uh, he if has you to ever... do personal appearances and stuff too, right? Aside right, from games, right? But. Um, and then if you ever have watched a Nationals game, uh, at certain points of the game, they'll have the running presidents that have these big, giant, like, president <laughs> heads on. <right? laughs> it's pretty cool. Like, yeah, they have the pierogi, the running pierogies uh-huh. in Pittsburgh and stuff. It's that same thing. Uh, but I've met a couple of the guys that did the, uh, and girls, that did the uh, running of the presidents, and they make over, like, $130,000 a year. I'm developing a new career path. I, that's what uh-huh. I'm saying. I was like, man, I wish I had known that before I kind of got into the into the real world. Right. I was looking at, while you guys were talking about the mascots, I was looking at some of the ones you were like, which, which ones are the creepiest mm-hmm. ones? They, uh, why can't they do better than that? Like molding art is so much more advanced now. Mm-hmm. Why did they have to look so weird? I don't know. That's odd. And then the one that has to flap, that sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like a Greek mythology punishment from the gods. <laughs> like, you, you failed a class. Now you must flap your artificial wings all game long. Uh-huh. Well, you know. Who knows? But yeah, if you're looking for a uh, new career path, maybe in 2023, <laughs> mascotting might be for you. Might be for you. You can start here at the local level. Hey, we'll, we'll take a mascot for WPM. What would our mascot be? I that's I. Th- that's a that's a really good question. I have to workshop that. Okay. Workshop that. And we know the big dog has a great mascot. Yeah? Yeah, the big dog is that's right. so cool. I don't know. Well, we'll think about that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Marsha, let's get back to uh, what people are really listening for. <clears throat> What's going on uh, with news around the panhandle? Okay, so uh, it was announced, uh, I think it may have come through yesterday, but uh, there was a bid letting from the West Virginia DOH. And um, the bid letting happened like middle of December, but they finally um, decided who the contracts would go to. And this one is important because it is a $35 million contract to finish up the uh, the Berkeley Springs bypass. Mm-hmm. So if you go to an article at panhandlenewsnetwork.com, you can see it's basically, the article largely is based on the press release. I just kind of neatened it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, ALL Construction Incorporated was awarded the contract for just shy of $35 million to complete the bypass. Um, and it is, let's see, the new section of highway will connect the existing portion of the bypass with US 522 north of Berkeley Springs. The project also uh, includes the construction of two bridges and a connector road to War Memorial Hospital. So it's moving, it's going. And um, in addition to that project, um, there was a link to the other projects that went through in the same round. And uh, their $2.4 million of contract was awarded to WL Construction and Paving for work on Tabler Station Road near Inwood. Have they given any time frame on uh, when they're thinking this bypass will be done? 
Well, it sounds I kind of whenever it's done, it's done. I know that when Daryl Coles was in, he he talked broadly about it, but I'm I haven't heard an update. Mm. And you know, obviously weather and and all of that. And and if this last bit of it has just been awarded, that means it's not going to happen immediately. I mean, when you're building bridges. Yeah, man, it takes a while. It takes a bit. It takes a while to build uh, roads like that, especially with as big of a jump as they're making mm-hmm. from 522 now. <clears throat> and what I read into that is like, how much is this going to booger up traffic, you know? Even worse than it already is. Yeah. Well, I'll be interested to see kind of how things uh, shake out once it's completed and after, you know, a few months, maybe even a year, year or two of the bypass being there. Because, yes, I think it's a good thing. Get a lot of that truck traffic and uh, just ridiculous traffic that's mm-hmm. through Berkeley Springs and 522 in general uh, out of there and uh, open it up for the locals. But takes a lot of, uh, I mean, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot that's of a the... That's a big worry uh, of yours, yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of the tourist uh, abilities or just the people kind of driving through. I mean, I was, uh, one of the last times I was at Captain Bender's, there was this couple, older couple in there, um, and I, it was for uh, Ernie McCook show, and I had some Shepherd stuff on whatever, and they were asking me about it, and they were like, yeah, we're not from around here, just stop by, and I was like, well, where are you from? And I think they said something like uh, Georgia or whatever, but they're just driving to Maine, and they're like, yeah, we're just trying to stay off the interstates and trying to find somewhere to eat and wow. just pop through here. That, that probably takes like three times as long. That's what I said. But, I was like, goodness. But they're really absorbing. That's that's right. a neat. That's really neat. And so, yes, that's, uh, you know, maybe a small group of people or a small percentage of uh, the traffic that comes through Berkeley Springs. But you've seen stuff like this happen in other towns all across the country for years and years and years. And, uh, you know, you never know how it's going to work Anywho, out. Anywho, so if you go to panhandlenewsnetwork.com and kind of uh, favorite that, uh, you'll, you'll catch some local news stories. Uh, there's some fresh ones today, so... So check on that. And uh, speaking of Berkeley Springs, we're going to have uh, a jewel of Morgan County in. Uh, <laughs> See, this is one of your favorite guests from last I, year. Yes, I love the bug man. And he's got uh, a ribbon cutting happening today. We'll talk about all of that and what's what's bugging the panhandle. And that'll be after the break here <laughs> right. on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST. Part of the Panhandle story for 75 years. Here are your hosts, Jordan Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firm. So in West Virginia and Maryland, you can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Warner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. Marsha, we got our next guest joining us on the line. Friend of the program, Otis Carter, the bug man. Do, did I hear there might be cricket cookies involved this afternoon? There will be, Marsha. Um, <laughs> we're actually calling them Mara cookies just to make it a bit more palatable. Um <laughs> But we have two different types of cricket cookies, ones with M&Ms and ones that are like a chocolate peppermint kind of cookie. Um, yeah, with little tiny crickets just inside. <laughs> so what are these cookies for? Why are, we, why are we talking about these cookies, Otis? Yeah, so we're having a grand opening at our um, new storefront on 801 South Washington Street in Berkeley Springs. Um, we've been in the building now for probably like three months, um, getting things inside put together, um, fixing stuff up, finishing rooms. Um, and now we're ready for the public to see it. This is the life that um, my dad's kind of breathed into this old building. That is so cool. So the the Berkeley Springs Morgan County Chamber of Commerce put an invitation out to everyone to kind of come and support you guys. And in that invitation, they mentioned it is your third year in business. That that went by pretty quickly. 
It did. Um, December 19th actually was our third year anniversary. It's kind of crazy to think about how far we've come. And, and now we have a shop right down the road from the high school I went to. Um, it's kind of crazy to think about how far it's been in three years. So uh, what made you decide to locate in a different building? And, and this one, is this uh, an older building that you're rehabbing, you said? Yeah, it is an older building. Um, we've actually had some people stop in and tell us stories about, like, what the building used to be um, when other people they knew, like, had owned it and what they had, it like, had the, the little tiny storefront area set up as. Um, we've just been looking for, we've been working out of, like, a shed um, in our backyard that was set up kind of as, an like, an office with two computers on both sides. Um, and just kind of getting cramped with all of our chemical orders and things like that. So we were just looking for somewhere else to go, and we kind of wanted somewhere on, like, on the main street on 522, and then we found this building, and we're like, oh, this is, this is perfect. We can kind of make it what we want, you know, because it, it needed some work, and it was something that, that we could turn into the vision that, that we had. So so the, um, the invitation that I saw, and correct me if I get anything wrong, says the ribbon cutting will be as close to two as possible, weather permitting. The office will be open until five for anyone who's, who wants to stop by and check out the transformation on this, uh, according to the Chamber, well-lived building. Yeah, yeah. So our office normally is open from around 8 to 4.30. Um, today we're going to stay open until 5, but the ribbon cutting we're hoping to happen around 2. It might be closer to 2.30, depending on how the, the weather turns out. Um, but, yeah, we're just going to have some food, some merchandise, um, some drinks if people want to stop by or, you know, see some pictures of bugs on the wall or even get um, – in addition to these cricket cookies, if you eat one, you, you actually get your picture on the I ate a bug wall. So, you got to go, Marsha. You got to go. You got to go today, Marsha. You got to leave work early and go. You got I mean, if there's anybody that needs a picture on the wall after eating a, a cricket cookie wow. is Marsha Kavalik, that's for sure. But, of course, we're talking with Otis, <laughs> the bug man. And, uh, of course, we're four days into 2023 now. How was your 2022? Did you run into any expected, uh, unexpected critters or anything? Oh, we want to hear uh, the stories. Yeah, right? you got to hear some crazy stories from 2022. I know you got some. I don't know that there's anything too unexpected. You know, this is the same old. We have snakes in pantries. We get calls for termites. I will say the past two months, like the end of 2022, we've, we've had so many calls for, for mice and rats um, that we've we've had trouble keeping up with exterior bait stations like in our shops to, to be able to take out with us, hmm. um, which has been kind of crazy. Just the amount of people that have seen mice and rats this uh, season compared to normal. So. I just got a text from my, one of my daughters. I'm not going to out who it is. I want to go eat bugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, crickets are good for you, right? They got good proteins and Protein, things. Protein, right? Yeah, actually, there was a, there were quite a bit of recipes online when I was looking of people who, who either turned crickets into, like, cricket protein powder or cricket flour. And it, I guess it makes sense. It's kind of supposed to be nutritional, but... I don't know. I don't. I don't eat crickets on a regular basis, but I just thought it'd be something fun to do. Well, Otis, now that we're in, well, we're pretty much in the middle of winter. Hopefully, uh, well, it doesn't necessarily feel like winter the last couple no. of days. But what should people be kind of on the lookout for in their house? Is it just the pretty typical mice trying to get in for the winter time when it's getting cold out, and uh, you know termites, things like that? What are some things people should uh, be ready for when it comes to uh, bugs and critters? Yes, mainly mice. Uh, mice and rats that kind of thing and it's also just kind of looking and seeing if you don't have any kind of protection plan in place um, you might have bugs in your attic that are overwintering and if your house gets warm enough um, especially with the weather we've had the past couple of days um, we've just seen insects outside that have overwintered and have kind of woken up um, you might see those bugs kind of start to come out and and fly around your house and you know that's how you know that you got some stuff up up upstairs maybe in the walls um, and it's just easy to treat but just to be able to look out for as stuff starts to get warmer or 
because the house warms up itself with the weather. So in my house, we have um, we have furry animals, but we also have a gecko. Um, can you can you treat for bugs in ways that um, will protect the the littlest uh, family members? Yeah, for sure. All of our products are actually pet. Um, we call them family family friendly, pet safe. Um, no matter where we apply it, um, it's it's safe for your pets and it's safe for you and your kids, especially for pets. Though we don't really, you know, we watch where we apply, so it's it's not necessarily going to be anywhere where something like a gecko or someone has like a pet turtle where they're going to get into it. Um, but if, if it is the case where there's something on a baseboard and a, and a turtle's walking on the floor, we just usually tell people to wait until the product's dry. Um, but otherwise, it is it is pet friendly. So even for the little guys, this is kind of nice. All right. So that uh, ribbon cutting at 801 South Washington Street is at 2 p.m. today. It's your grand opening. Uh, folks can get on the I ate a bug wall uh, by consuming one of those cricket cookies. Uh, how can folks find out more or find out more about uh, contacting you or what's bugging them? Sure, they can go to our Facebook page or the Bugman, or they could just go to bugman.org um, and look at some info on there and send us an email or a message if they want. Well, Otis, thank you again for joining us. Uh, it's always nice to get to talk with you, and congratulations on the new on the new yeah. building. And hopefully, you'll see Marsha down there with a couple of uh, cricket cookies I'm not a little bit making later. Promises. <laughs> That'd be great. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks again, Take care. Otis. And that's Otis the Bugman over in Berkeley, uh, or over in Berkeley Springs in Morgan County. <clears throat> and uh, they got the ribbon cutting coming up today. Very cool. It's always neat to see, you know, these small <laughs> businesses that, you know, we kind of start talking to when they're getting their feet under them mm -hmm. a little bit, starting to grow, and then they start to expand and get bigger and into bigger buildings and bigger, you know, service ranges. Very cool. And Otis uh, and the folks over there at the Bugman uh, are pretty fun to talk to. Absolutely. Yeah, one of our favorite guests. So, Good luck at the ribbon cutting today, and I uh, hope you get plenty of people on your I ate a bug wall. You're not going to go <laughs> eat a cricket? cricket? I'm not going to commit myself. This That would be a mistake. You got to go eat a cricket. Yeah, now it I feels need like, Marsh Kavalik on the wall, bug man. Now it feels like I'm talking to my brother. And <laughs> I won't like, throw any knives at you, all right? Uh -huh. I'm not going to do that. Right? I might. Uh, no, I'm not going to throw any knives at you. But very cool. Appreciate Otis again for coming in or for uh, calling in uh, to chat about it. Again, 2 p.m. ribbon cutting at 801 South Washington Street, uh, right on 522 in Berkeley Springs. <laughs> got their new digs, their third year anniversary. Got the uh, cricket cookies, all that stuff. And if you've watched enough like Fear Factor and things, it can't be that bad. Eating Just close a, your eyes and yeah. And if take it's a in a gold. cookie, right? Now the question is: This will be the last question I ask you before we get to this last break. Do you dip a cricket cookie in milk? No. Why not? Oh, actually, I can think of why not. You imagine if it's just a cookie with like there's a whole cricket in the middle and then mm -hmm. the cookie dissolves and you just got the crickets in the glass. You know, milk. people are probably eating breakfast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Well, we'll step aside for a few minutes. Address your notes to <laughs> Jordan Nice Warner. Yeah, send them to Marsha's email. You can find it on uh, panhandlenewsnetwork.com. Well, we'll step aside and we'll uh, come back. And after the break, a little bit while, we'll be speaking with Bob Williams, Martinsburg, Berkeley County Parks and Rec Director. There's certainly a ton of information and tons of activity in the parks and rec around the county and with it uh, with the weather being as nice as it has been and it seems like uh, spring is right around the corner even if it is only January 4th I'm sure they're going to have tons of plans coming up for the spring so stick around now to be after the break on uh, WPM and WCST Panhandle News Network It's Panhandle Live the voice of the Panhandle Here are your hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marcia Kavalik. Hey! 
Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton and Janelle, full-service law firm. So in West Virginia and Maryland, you can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. And joining us in studio, Martinsburg, Berkeley County Parks and Rec Director, Bob Williams. Bob, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. You've yeah. been able to uh, kind of get out and enjoy these nice couple of days of weather we've had out in the park. Oh, it's just been gorgeous out the past couple of days, and and yeah, the even the birds are enjoying it. So <laughs> that's been the crazy thing for me, like walking the dog in the morning or in the evening and hearing the birds yeah. chirp. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, like right. isn't it January? Yeah, they're enjoying it you know, as much as they can. They're in for a rude awakening because we, you know, this never lasts. <laughs> oh, I know. Sorry. We're gonna we're gonna have Sorry twelve to bring feet everyone of snow. Down, but have twelve yeah. feet of snow by February. We're getting <laughs> spoiled. <laughs> so, uh, what what are some some things you're really looking forward to in the new year? Uh, in the new year, uh, I think the biggest thing we're looking forward to is besides, you know, we've got basketball season starting up, futsal league starting up here real soon. Okay, what's futsal? Because my husband was talking soccer. about this. My husband was talking about this. Yeah. He's planning to join a league. Yeah. Um, so talk about futsal. Futsal, the best way to describe it is indoor soccer. Okay. And uh, it's usually done in one of our basketball courts. And uh, we've got these smaller size uh, soccer looking goals mm -hmm. and a smaller ball. And uh, similar rules apply just on a smaller space and it's inside. You get to use the wall as your assist? No. Uh, no? Uh, yeah, we do put you know netting up so you don't crash out some lights and stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> futsal is pretty fun. And if uh, you'll see some pretty talented soccer players oh, uh, yeah. playing futsal because it's all small confines they gotta mm -hmm. be good dribbling stuff yeah but i want to ask you about these basketball leagues now are these open yeah. public basketball leagues yeah the, the, for different age groups we had registration uh before around thanksgiving they mm -hmm. closed and we had the drafts already but that's the spring season oh. You know, oh, okay okay we, we have three seasons a year so okay. we, we you know we'll, we'll we need the one that's between college basketball and, and spring football. one spring would be okay. perfect yeah spring right. yeah there you go yeah, yeah what are the what are the the parameters yeah you know? what's the schedule like for uh when when do these basketball leagues or seasons happen um uh, you know and i'm not the best person to ask i got people that handle all that well, so. where can the where can people go to find that information <laughs> website is our perfect place here's a we have a new website out so it's easier to find stuff go right to our catalog Type in basketball in the search, and everything about basketball throughout the years and what's available is going to come right up. Perfect. Okay, so youth leagues, what kinds of sports are you guys offering? I'm not uh, asking for details, but just like yeah, the, yeah, we got, the list. Throughout the year, we got basketball, futsal, soccer is real popular. Uh, of course, a lot of that's done up at DuPont and Spring Mills. Um, those are the, the big things we do, a summer camp that we'll do registration for in a couple months. That'll be coming up. Well. Yeah, I know. We're talking about summer already. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you got a plan because, you know, as as a mom, I remembered like if you wanted to sign up your kid for a program, you really needed yeah. to get on the ball in yeah. January. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, so we, we do a lot of stuff for the kids and uh, we even do stuff for adults. We will partner with uh, WU Medical that uh, do this Walk With Ease program. Happens at uh, either one Memorial Park or the holidays. Time. And yes, <laughs> uh, and we do it in the rec centers as well. You know, get get a few steps in after all those yeah. cookies. That uh, yeah, I know I had a few extra. So, uh, you and me both. You and me both. <laughs> no, I didn't make anything with crickets. So, yeah. Now, okay, would you? Would do you think you'd eat a cricket cookie? Oh sure. Yeah, why not? Why See, not? I think so too. I think so too. Marsha's over here waffling. I've eaten totally worse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe not even knowing. Yeah, you're. Yeah, exactly. no, no, we'll save that story for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that story right, for the podcast. Right, right. Yeah, that's a different. All right. Different well, time. let's talk about it. So, Bob Williams is here, Martinsburg Berkeley County Parks and Rec Director. Uh, you guys have just uh, finished up your master plan. Yes, the board adopted that in December, and so we're so excited. We're getting 
the next step is okay. We got to do this, and and so we're working right now with uh, the city and a few other agencies about uh, some trail uh, funding that might be available to do the uh, what we're calling the Lake Thomas project. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Lake Thomas is an old quarry right here in Martinsburg. It's actually a pretty beautiful site. It's, it's, you forget where you're at if you stand there and look yeah. at it. I mean, of course, you can't get inside the fence unless you have the yes, permission to get inside. Yes, because you're looking through the chain link fence, Jordan. Right, right yeah, as yeah, I am. Yeah, and you don't go inside. Well, no, right. no, and I haven't, uh, to be quite honest. But uh, I was Some coming into work. Have, you know? Yeah, well, I was coming into work, and uh, there was a guy sitting there. He had It looked like kind of a, a hunting lens on his camera, yeah. but he was taking pictures, I guess, of birds and things. I mean, it's a beautiful area. It's it's incredible you know uh, the south side is martin street the north side is up by baltimore street and we're going to have a parking area up there uh it's going to connect to the future creekside trail that's going to go from the roundhouse into oatsdale so we're connecting oatsdale can it going into lake thomas uh, with some trails there's a beautiful wooded area on the north side of the lake access to the beautiful views uh and then within two blocks you'll be at memorial park too on hmm. the other side so we're trying to make a linear connection throughout the city now, how important are things like that for, you know, a growing city or a growing mm-hmm. county like Berkeley County and Martinsburg? Oh, you, you, it's huge. People look to uh, work and live in a place that has these types of amenities. You know, schools, obviously, people look for good schools, but they also want to be able to not have to drive, you know, miles and miles. To just to go to get, a park. Just yeah. to go to a park or go for a walk if it happens to be in your neighborhood or within a couple blocks. That's fantastic. And, you know, we've got a lot of city parks around uh, the city here, and uh, the county parks are, are continuing to grow as well, not only with Poor House, which is the most popular right now, but, you know, we're looking to hopefully break ground at Spring Mills uh, New Park this, this winter and um, you know, just make more opportunity for the number of people that are coming in. They're looking for this. It, mm-hmm. it certainly is. A, I've been in a lot of park places, and people tell me all the time, I come here because of this. How are the, how are you funding some of these um, expansions? Because I know people come to town and they're like, oh, I came I came to the Panhandle because the tax base is low. Right. But then expanding offerings like that sometimes mm-hmm. means that it costs more money. Oh, there's no question about it. And, you know, as more people have more demands, it's going to cost us more money. If we open more parks, it's going to cost more. And we're working a couple different ways. One, in partnership with the city and the county, who are our partners right now, we, we talk about uh, and have communication with them already that, hey, in the future, if we open these parks we're also looking at a new park in Inwood you know this is going to cost more money to maintain that so we're talking about getting into their budget what can we monetize within that space you know pavilion rentals uh, if there are other programs things we can do in there that'll help offset those costs so we're trying to you know we're we're doing really well here at in, in Martinsburg Berkeley County we have I don't know if I mentioned before we have about 60 percent in what we call generated revenue. That's the fees for leagues and programs and pavilion rentals and swim and pools and stuff like that. The national average is only 23%. So we're way mm-hmm. above that. And that gives us a lot more opportunities to expand because, you know, we already have a model that works in this community. So I know people listening are going to want to know when you're talking about the master plan, does that also involve some end dates of completion for some of these great projects that we're hearing in Spring Mills and South right. Berkeley and the, yeah. the Linear Park and all that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to take time and a lot of it's going to be based on funding, uh, where we can get our funding for all that. Um, I mean, I think there's what we hope to accomplish. And some of these, I think the short-term ones are probably in the three to five years. Some of them, the bigger projects could be out to that 10-year, which is the, we have a 10-year master plan. And we're going to reevaluate that every year to say, hey, where are we at? 
you know, have we had any roadblocks? <laughs> Did we only meet, you know, 50% of our financial goals? So we do 50% of the project now and then work towards another project later. There's a lot of uh, grant programs that we're trying to go after, work with partners on, on applying with, you know, food foundations. And, and even with the Spring Mills project, uh, we received uh, financial support from a lot of local companies that said, you know, we're going to commit, you know, X number of dollars to help kickstart this project. When so, you're triaging then, does that move up the chain a yeah, little bit? Mm-hmm. That that helps, you know, uh, you know, prioritize. You know, we have obviously have priorities and you know, we can't just have a you know, donor said, hey, we'll give you $1,000 for this project. Well, you know, $500,000 project, that's not a whole lot. And thank you. Uh, but we are also trying to balance the funding we have with the needs of the community and you know, we know what the needs of the community are because we talk with stakeholders all the time. And we've also do community surveys from time to time to say, hey, what do you want? And sometimes those needs change. Mm-hmm. And we're anticipating that over time those needs will change. Some are going to stay the same. Sports, you know, programs are always going to be real popular, real big. So we're going to prioritize those. You know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised that uh, down the road at DuPont Soccer Complex, you know, we're looking probably where, you know, the demand is for synthetic turf. So we may turf one of those fields up there to help with the demand, you know. So we're we're always trying to talk with stakeholders. We're, we're always listening to mm-hmm. the community. And we love to hear from everybody, you know, f- always reach out to us. Uh, when you're looking ahead to the summer uh, programming, mm-hmm. when do you start hiring some of those part-timers? For that? Uh, next month, you're going to see postings for jobs uh, for, you know, we have a lot of college students, obviously, mm-hmm. and some, you know, those coming out of high school. Uh, we've got, you know, hopefully we get some returning folks that, that they were really good last year. Uh, and we just want to have some fun with the kids. You know, we, we really do have a good time. We're going to have themed weeks. You know, sometimes we have game weeks. Sometimes it's, you know, we do field trips uh, to different places. So um, they're working on those final details right now. In fact, I think I have a meeting later today about that. So we're, you know, th- that information should be here by next month, I would say. Yeah, we're speaking with Bob Williams, director of the Martinsburg Berkeley County Parks and Rec. Now we've done a lot of looking ahead towards 2023. Let's mm-hmm. look back at 2022 a little bit. How was uh, the year that was for Parks and Rec here in the county? Oh, it was uh, it was busy. <laughs> it was, you know, which it should be, you know, and, and we were excited. The, the pools were, were pretty busy this year. We had some, you know, we, we at Lambert Pool, uh, we put a new pool liner in. Uh, but both pools are old. You know, we had challenges. We were constantly replacing pumps this summer and trying to keep things running. Uh, but we had a lot of people enjoy it. Um, we replaced, um, finished up with the uh, State Farm Pavilion at War Memorial Park. That's a new pavilion that matched the Norwalk one that got done the year before. And uh, we dedicated the, uh, the Doughboy Memorial at War Memorial Park, which was uh, quite an honor to be able to do that. Uh, and if you've, we have still have, every day, we have people there driving by just to uh, uh, honor those that, uh, that, that sacrificed their all. And it's a beautiful place for that. So, yeah. uh, some, of those, some of the big things, um, we continue to, uh, our numbers. At, at the number of people we serve, you know, we're serving over 30,000 people through mm. our programs, our pavilion rentals, swim at the pool, swim lessons, you know, just everything we're doing. That number keeps going up and up. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about that. Uh, that causes some challenges, you know. Where, you know, sometimes you don't expect the numbers. Are, I mean, we're, we're getting back to pre-pandemic numbers as far as our, you know, basketball and soccer uh, registrations and, and those types of activities. So we're excited that, you know, uh, people want to get back and do these things again. Well, it seemed like that was really one of the only positives from the pandemic was how much people were going outside and enjoying, yeah. you know, their local green space, if you will. Oh, uh, and it's yeah. good to see that, uh, you know, you guys were ready for it. You got such great properties around here. I mean, of yeah. course you were. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you went to Poor House during that time, and it was jam packed. But we had the space. Yeah, and and you know we're so excited. We got more space now to to play with, and uh, looking forward to how we can provide more programs for the future there. So yeah, we're speaking with Bob Williams, director of Martinsburg Berkeley County Parks and Rec. Before we let you go, Bob, can you let everybody know where they can go to find out more information? Maybe if you got any questions, want to get in contact, anything like that? Sure. Our, the best way is just go to the website. Certainly, it's MBC Parks. Dash rec.org. I know it's kind of complicated. NBC, Martinsburg, Berkeley County, parks-rec.org. Uh, there has all the information about our programs, how to contact us if you want to stop by the office, give us a call. Uh, that's the best place to reach out to us. Perfect. Well, Bob, thank you for joining us this morning. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Stick around for more after the break on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. on WEPN. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by Sutton & Janelle, full-service law firms from West Virginia and Maryland. You can visit their historic location in downtown Martinsburg at 224 West King Street. You can always find them online at suttonandjanelle.com. Jordan Ice Warner alongside me, Marsh Kavalik. If you missed it before the break, we had Martinsburg Berkeley County Parks and Rec Director Bob Williams on to share all the exciting uh, new expansions and renovations and uh, activities and projects that they have going on with Parks and Rec, which is uh, always great to hear. Uh, so appreciate Bob coming in to ta- chat about that. If you missed any of it, you can listen back to it a little bit later on on our Panhandle News Network, Facebook, and Spotify page. Absolutely. And also found out today, Marshall, well, before we get to that, we got uh, sports here on WEPM and WCST tonight. We got Shepherd basketball, men's and women's. The women's game will start uh, prior to the uh, men's game, and you can hear that over at PanhandleNewsNetwork.com. And then right here on the airwaves, uh, we'll have the men's matchup between the Rams and Lockhaven. The Rams 6-5 and five, trying to beat a uh, somewhat a pretty good Lockhaven team at the Butcher Center. This Rams team's right on the edge, Marsha. They're right there, right on the precipice, if you will. Uh, where they could either kind of springboard themselves into mm-hmm. a really, really, really good end of the second half of the season, or they can kind of just stay treading water where they're at. So it'll be an important game, a fun game, both those games tonight. Of course, the girls' game will be at uh, PanhandleNewsNetwork.com, and then the boys' game will be both at PanhandleNewsNetwork.com and here on your airwaves, starting right around uh, 7.15, um, 7.20, somewhere mm-hmm. around that area, whenever the uh, uh, women's game is over. Home court advantage. Do you guys have like a... A favorite place to to get? Do you have like a a pregame routine before you guys go and set up hmm. at the at the basketball center? Um, no, I don't no, think so. Just like kind of go set up. Um, uh, I so I guess one of my weird things, and it works out because uh, Luke is the opposite of this, and so is Parker for that matter. I always like to sit on the right side, mm-hmm. so or on the left side rather. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's it. You maybe like to set the, up the broadcast on that, or I you wanna, like to sit like to left sit, of? I like everyone. to sit left, and then everybody else sits oh, on my gotcha. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you could take okay. that for what you will. Well, yeah, so you know, whatever works, right? Thing. I guess so. And is this going to be one of those games? I know that there's a they encourage folks from other sports to come and watch. Uh-huh. Those, uh huh. Those. Well, know. it's still kind of tough because you have. Uh, well, are they still in? I don't in break? think. I don't think they're. Yeah, I think. Like my kiddo doesn't go back until the weekend. Yeah, I'm not sure when Shepherd's uh, holiday break is over, so that kind of throws a wrench oh, into yeah. it. Uh, but still, good crowds uh, for the games because a lot of the community likes to come out. Rams Nation, Ramley, if you will, likes to come the out. Ramley? And, uh, the Ramley likes to come out and support <laughs> uh, both uh, both the teams in basketball. So um, it's hard to tell, but when school is in, um, you definitely get a ton of uh, athletes coming out because why not? You know, 
It's so fun. Cool. It's basketball, but your center's right in the middle of campus. I mean, perfect place for it, so you don't got to go real far from anywhere. Uh, but, of course, those games will be right here on uh, the Panhandle News Network tonight, uh, both on PanhandleNewsNetwork.com and on the airwaves. Now, Marsha, during that break, I was scrolling through uh, Facebook like one normally Apparently does. Apparently, it's National Trivia Day. National Trivia Day. So, A little-known fact. <laughs> so, I got a couple trivia questions for you here. I got to block the screen so you can't oh. see. Wow, like you think I'd cheat. Okay. Here, this will be the <coughs> Okay. That'll be the correct answer noise, not okay? Gonna get any of the, you're not going to hear the bell after that now. All right, we'll start you off with an easy one. <laughs> no cowbell. Start you off with the easy one. Where is the Great Barrier Re- Oh, and by the way, you're more than welcome to join in on answering the questions. You can text us 304-263-4321, the text line 304-263-4321. First question. We'll do we'll do four. Okay, so get your texting fingers ready. And I will wait. I'll wait with my answer. And your prize is the satisfaction of maybe hearing that. Okay. Okay. You're going to do better than that, though. Like, you're going to... The listeners. Okay. I already know the answers. Uh, where is the Great Barrier Reef located? Okay. I think I know, but I'm going to give someone a chance to... Okay. National Trivia Day. Where is the Great Barrier Reef located? What do you got? Okay. Australia. Okay. One for one. One for one. Did anyone chime in? No. Uh, we ain't giving up chance. chance. Yeah, you can still text them whatever you want. No, okay, so at least I got that. Now I can rest on my laurels. I won't get any more right. All right, you're one for one. Here's a second of four. Uh, which house was Harry Potter almost sorted into? Now, of course, he ends up getting so- sorted into Gryffindor, but don't wait for no, don't not. wait for your one of your daughters to text <laughs> you and give you the answer. I know what you're doing. What house was uh, Harry Potter almost sorted to? I know nothing about. Oh, oh, oh hold gosh, on. this does not count. <laughs> oh, say it. Slathering. <laughs> Slithering. Slithering. Slathering works. Slithering. Oh, she corrected it. <laughs> Slithering. I, I had a, my phone a friend helped. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I guess that'll work. All right, here's a movie one for you. Oh, we'll get. We'll do movie one last. Here, uh, you, you. I think you got this one too. Yeah, we're doing four. We got two more. We got two more. Two more National Trivia Day. <laughs> Which country gifted the Statue of Liberty? To the U.S. France. Now you're all over the history ones. I gotta keep you away from that. All right, here, movie one. I so I I watch like two movies a year. Okay. okay. Well, we'll we'll catch this three. Setting for three. your your expectations. This one's low. from the nineties. Okay. From the nineties, where you might you might have watched more movies in the nineties. Who I knows? I don't think so. Uh, what was the name of the Robin Williams film where he dressed up as an elderly British nanny? Mrs. Doubtfire. All right. <laughs> So, well, you completed that one. You want to go for okay. a bonus one? What, what do I win? Uh, the satisfaction <laughs> of getting these correct. Okay. So here's your bonus question. What sport does Cristiano Ronaldo play? <laughs> he plays soccer or football. Oh, look at that. And it had soccer or football as mm-hmm. the answer. Okay. Well done, Marsha. Well done. Round of applause. <laughs> I'm applauding Good myself job. just because we need the extra. National Trivia Day. <laughs> And a shout out to your daughter. I knew as soon as you t- hit your phone, I was like, you're waiting for your daughter to text you about this answer. And she that does came not through, count. Man. She came through. You guys are on the same page. I had an assist. You guys are on the same page for that. Uh, well, again, if you missed today's show, you can listen back to it a little bit later on over on our Panhandle News Network, uh, Facebook and Spotify page. If you got any trivia questions for us, uh, you can text us anytime you want. It doesn't have to be during us. the show. It doesn't have to be during the show. We get some texts sometimes uh, during Hoppy's show, which I think is kind of funny. Uh, but you can always get in touch with us, 304-263-4321, 304-263-4321.
one. You got any uh, fun facts that you uh, like to just kind of pull out from time to time? I got to I gotta okay. find it here, but I have a pretty good one that you might not know. Hit us with it. Well, I got to find it. So you got any good oh, ones? You know, so we had a guest who was born in another country, and he could not believe that he said, is this just a West Virginia thing that you guys um, understand different qualities of apples here? <laughs> Because I was telling him, oh, we have a state apple and an apple that was developed here, and, and it has this kind of flavor. He said, that doesn't happen other places. No. Huh, <laughs> I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that one. All right, here's uh, here's my fun fact I like to bring out. Most American car horns, so when you beep at somebody, right? Okay. Most American car horns are in the key of F. Why? Oh, oh no. Because, okay. Oh, I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you're going with that one. I just know that it's in the key of F. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Fun fact. Didn't know that. I actually heard one the other day that sounded legit like a trumpet. And I'm like, this is what I want. Because one of our small cars, you can't even, it sounds like a kid's toy. There was a kid in my high school that had one of the, uh, it's like, that was always great to hear at 730 in the morning on a school day. Well, Marsha, we're about done for the day. You got any final thoughts for the folks out there? Happy Trivia Day. Go eat a cricket cookie. Yes, go eat it. 801 South Washington Street, 2 o'clock today. The Bug Man is having his open house. And you'll see Marsha out there, too. I'm not committing to Marcia's going to be out there eating a cricket cookie. <laughs> Ask me a trivia question then when I, if you see me. <laughs> well, if you missed any of the show today, you can listen back to it a little bit later on over on our Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. If you missed any of the show today, well, we had a, a pretty fun one. We had Bob Williams, Parks and Rec Director for Martinsburg, Berkeley County. We also had Otis the Bugman. Uh, talked about all kinds of different things. Got basketball here on WPM and WCST tonight. Hoppy is next. Uh, have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.